Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Walsh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we're back, everybody. Hey, hey. happy new year. Happy new year. Happy holidays. Hope everybody out there had a had a good time this, mm-hmm. this season. You know, it's a tough one this year, but I hope, you know, I know I had a good, I know I had a nice holidays. I'm Travis, I'm, I know yeah. you did as well. Yeah, yeah, just a lot, a lot of FaceTime, a lot of, a lot of Zoom, and a lot of all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, was uh, yeah, it was surprisingly comforting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Uh, if I could get my dad to figure out how to Zoom, that'd be mm-hmm. wonderful. But you know, phone still works with, uh, uh, with him. Cool. <laughs> and uh, and of course, uh. We'll talk about it a little bit later when we get to plugs, but yeah. boy, that was quite a New Year's Eve. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. It went all over the map. It truly did. We'll all I know, is, all I know is, I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't know how much I want to listen to myself be that drunk. And <laughs> I was listening back. On, I was watching it on Vimeo. Yeah. Uh, last, night, and it got to a point where I was like, Yeah, I'm. Oof, this is starting to get a little, little rough. And I looked down like. You are one third into this video. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of everything for everybody. I'll say that all, all over the whole thing. But we'll get to those in a, in a minute. We're here to talk about season three, baby. Season three of Legends of Tomorrow, episode one, Arubicon. Mm-hmm. And I already love the pun, right? Uh, right. <laughs> because our Netflix synopsis is. Rip Hunter forms the Time Bureau to repair the timeline broken by the legends, who now race to prevent Julius Caesar from conquering the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Notice, yeah. but upon this rewatch, mm-hmm. is I could re- in this episode, I really felt the tone change that I've talked about how the yeah. show changes in tone. It, yeah, yeah, I did too. I really did too. evident here. It felt more mature, more sophisticated, almost to a fault. I thought. I think that. I think it, uh, we'll get to. It. I think it gets a little raunchier than it had been before. Uh, <laughs> overtly, uh, it just like all of a sudden became like, oh, okay, I gotta gotta. I may have a question or two from Nora if she watches this. Uh, she only got to see bits and pieces, but I can tell it's it's not as. Yeah, yeah. There's a tone shift. I think we'll be able to to pinpoint specific yeah. things as it's, we go. It's also sillier. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as the show goes along and this one has a, a fair degree of silliness but let's get started when we last left the legends at the end of season two they had broken time and they landed in la and they were surrounded by dinosaurs and future buildings right so that's where we start and they're about to be attacked by a dinosaur amaya doesn't have time to talk to the dinosaur like she did last season <laughs> right but, but boom suddenly there's transport portals everywhere and the men in black are on the scene. I'm sorry, the time bureau are yeah. on the scene. Yeah, that's good. They look good. I, I like the whole the whole getup. I like the little uh, pin. Uh, that's a smart uh, touch. Makes them look more official. Mm-hmm. Uh, the less is more. It, it looked good. It looked better than um, the time lords or whatever the fuck they were. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> they were. I mean? the, oh wait, yeah. the time masters. Yeah, yeah. time masters. Yeah. Well, that's because Rip went back five years from where they uh, had last seen him yeah. to create the Time Bureau, which actually is an agency of the United States government uh, that works within the world, too. It's not an independent organization. What? Okay, so what does it do? They they keep track of time. They keep, they make sure, you know, they're in a world where time travel is a real thing and there's a problem. Okay, okay. I thought so, you were saying it exists in real life. There's a real lifetime. Oh, yes, real so. life in Washington. No, it's, well, see, we, Trump, you know, Space Force was just, you know, to <laughs> yeah. uh, over here. And really, it's been the Time Bureau. And yeah. oh, on boy. January 6th, they're going to send Rip Hunter back right. to uh, right. Georgia. He's going to find those yeah. 11,000 ballots <laughs> or whatever they was just yeah. asking for. That's the part of the story that Wapo didn't uh, release oh today. Yeah, that's too much. That, that that they'd have to use the the thing on our brain. Yeah, so we'd have to forget about it. Just don't so, have the uh, the materials. But as we mentioned last season, Rip Hunter in a suit, looking good. 
Yeah. Oh, and a, and a sharp haircut. Uh, it suits him way better. He's looking full Broadchurch here, <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. or, or from what we know of it. Who's the star of Broadchurch? So, so we've been looking. Is it Tennant? Tennant. David yes. Tennant. Yeah, I think so. He's the one we are all seeing in the um, like the thumbnails if we're scrolling through Netflix. I'm like, oh hey, here's where uh, Rip is on, and we think we're seeing him. And Christine's like, that's him there. I'm like, no, I think that's David Tennant. <laughs> like, I don't think you'd see him in any of the thumbnails, would you? A uh, rip that'd be. I don't know how big a part he has in the show. Is basically what I'm saying. Well, but not you know, enough he's... to be yeah. featured too prominently. I don't think because I, I don't. I'm not seeing him when we scroll through. It's hard to say with the, yeah. with, with those with what they pick on those thumbnails, man. Yeah, and it's those tough. and those skinny pasty Brits. It's they're, they're, you know once you've seen <laughs> you one, know, you've seen on. them all. You know, they're all they got that Tom Middleson Cumberbatch esque <laughs> whatever. You know who's the guy who also... played uh, who played um. Oh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, what's that? Actor's Eddie Redmayne. Name? Yeah, there we go. There we go. They're all. <laughs> it's all. They're pump them out. <laughs> Come on, they're, like a, the, the, they're, they're the rejects from Willy Wonka. There's it's a factory. factory. There's a factory in Bristol. Yeah. We pump them out. When chocolate, when chocolate, when the lovely chocolate treats don't come out, we get these amazing actors. Yep. It's it's an interesting side effect, but we'll take it. That would pop them right to the BBC, we do. <laughs> to the beam. Set up a tube to the beam, we say. But also, Rip with no beard, looking good. Because he's all business now. He's no longer a swashbuckler. He's right. a government agent. And he's relieved the legends from duty. Mm-hmm. He says, you know what? Thanks. But uh, you caused this problem. Even though you saved the fucking world in the yeah. universe. But... <laughs> You're fired, basically. And this is a good part for him on the show. I don't know how much he's going to appear in this season, if at all. But I I think this is fine. This is perfect for him and that actor and for Mm -hmm. uh, what he's done so far with the show. To have him more involved as like the rip of before, I think, would be detrimental to the show and to that Mm -hmm. character. I I really like this switch for him. Well, it's not spoiling spoiling anything. This is his last season yeah. on the show, but he's in this whole season as yeah. this version of Rip. So yeah, cool. So it's six months later, and we're seeing what the legends are up to. And Sarah is working at. I I love when they do shit like this because it's straight out of the comic books. All right. She doesn't work at Bed Bath and Beyond. She works at sinks, showers, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. And she's and she's throwing knives. <laughs> <laughs> into the wall yeah. and the manager you know you know i'd be upset if someone was throwing knives on the wall but sure this manager is a dick yeah I mean, he's a real dick but still it's through knives I, like she should be gone she should be gone <laughs> and for what happened later there like there, that's a lawsuit you can't even you can't do that even if you are quitting you can't just throw a knife and whoop, just accidentally miss somebody that's... well maybe in canada but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know how things work in, in, yeah. in the states yeah. lately, buddy. Yeah. There are a few leaps uh, in this uh, episode, but oh well, and that's just it. They're willing to take all the leaps to be. Yep, we're a big silly comic book. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if, if time if we can bounce around through time, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and he calls her freckles. So there's, I mean, there's an HR issue <laughs> right here because he's like, listen, freckles, you're lucky. I, you're lucky I even hired you, being reported dead twice and all. <laughs> <laughs> and she fantasizes slitting his fucking throat. Yeah, that was pretty intense. <laughs> and she gets back to work. She thanks him. Mm-hmm. Ray is in Silicon Valley. Now, Ray had once been a billionaire tech genius, had his own corporation. Now he works for Upswipes. It's pretty funny. <laughs> which is basically... Um, Tinder, Tinder, but instead of swiping, swiping left or right, you swipe up or down. Up or down, because it's more intuitive, they say. That's kind of brilliant. That's kind of brilliant. <laughs> In terms of when they've tried to do smart satire, that's this is the first one where they've really kind of hit something there. I like it. Because that's mm-hmm. what, when you do see these apps that like, okay, so why would anyone give a shit about Instagram stories if you have Snapchat? And now nobody gives a shit about Snapchat anymore, right? And mm-hmm. then, uh, then Twitter's like, why should the fuck care about fleets? And then everybody's using fleets, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's fascinating. It makes sense that somebody would do something like that and it might actually kind of work because of what they've explained. <laughs> and But you know what? He's not interested in race shrinking technology. And totally tells like, look, you had your day, bro. 
and now you now you work it. This felt felt very realistic for Silicon Valley. Yeah, these sure. tech firms are, are a caricature worst. of like yeah, they're young. Somebody younger than him who's who now knows more than him or thinks he does. Yeah, it's a good. They're good at like oh yeah, they do the, the caricatures throughout here are, are just they they hit a lot of just the right notes for the most part. Mm-hmm. Nate's in Central City, fighting crime with Kid Flash. Yeah, that and, was a nice uh, surprise. Nora likes yeah. seeing that. Oh, that was, and uh, again, not spoiling, spoiling anything. This will not be the last we see of Wally West this season. Cool. So cool. He's, he's a lot of fun. And Nate's got a girl waiting for him. And from behind, it looks like Amaya, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so here's the problem here with this reveal is it looked kind of like her. <laughs> <laughs> and it it could have been just like a new Becky situation or new Aunt Viv where they've had to recast. Do you know what I mean? I think they should have went with someone who didn't look kind of like her. I don't mean that in a, oh, like a, you know, all lanky British lookalike type going a different direction here. No, I mean, it was it was slightly similar. Do you know what I'm saying? Here? That's the only change I would have made there. And speaking of that, I always preferred the second Becky, Sarah Chalk. I sure, she yeah, better. I think they were both fine. I think they both. Uh, I think they both. I think that the the show recognized that. I guess right because they ended up. Using oh, they had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah, they, they did have a lot when when the the original actress who's on the the current. Yeah, reboot, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they brought her back towards the end, they did the line where Roseanne's like, "Where have you been? Where have you like been? Yeah, I remember seven yeah. years or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So Mix and Aruba finally. In a sarong, who, which he wears, pretty much wears the sarong the whole episode. And I know he's got to be freeballing it. <laughs> and that's just, Because uh, uh, it can't smell good down there. Because as we find out, he has numerous STDs. Yeah. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, it must be repugnant. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing I was talking about. And that, and that kind of, I was like, I eh, see, they're trying to go a little more adult there. Why is it necessary? Orange in that case, I don't know. I don't know. You could have. That's so funny. I don't. I. That's from my perspective. I didn't think that was at all raunchy. Yeah, remember I got I got a six year old watching this with me. I got it. Up until this point, there wasn't. uh, You know, this kind of thing wasn't popping up as much. What's an STD, Daddy? Exactly. (laughs) Let me call your uncle. Yeah. (laughs) And so he's sunning himself, and suddenly appeared before him on a horse is Julius Caesar. Yeah. He says he doesn't know where he is, but he's going to conquer this place. And Mick's like, yeah, sure. Next thing you know, he's tied up. And Mick calls Sarah, just burping, boss. And once again, just the malapropisms of Mick, of Mick Ray. This one, he just makes one up. It's like, I found a mechanism. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mechanism. Yeah. Before we go any, before we go any further here. Before we go any further yep. here. Uh, on a scale. One to ten Capones. I was just about to say it, man. Yeah. Oh, you beat me to it. it. For the first time this season, how many Capones? <laughs> for the actor who played Julius Caesar here, who also was in that Spartacus uh, TV show. Oh, really? And so is he's... currently currently filming that Lord of the Rings TV show. Oh, interesting. They're making. Yeah, he's, I think he looks like an older Mike D of the Beastie Boys. That's what I thought. <laughs> Uh, or probably like what Mike D looks like now. You don't really see him that that much this off these days. Uh, so I, we should remind people: one is is the best, and ten yep. is is awful. So yes. I would say three or four. Yeah, I'd say I'd go a little better. I'd say two Capones. I liked yeah. them. I didn't like. I, I... I mean, I didn't want him to come out. Hey, what's going on over here? I didn't want him to be Italian, Italian. But the English, the the choice of giving him a British accent was a weird one. Well, and, how and weird it, is it? That's what they've been doing in movies since there's movies. Yeah, yeah. It's still weird. It's never not weird <laughs> to me. Well, then you might have missed the, ridicu- the ridiculous techno babble they throw in to explain it in this episode. I know. I did. No, I heard it. It's 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 a little dumb, <laughs> but it's it, uh, out of nowhere. Out yes. of nowhere, Stein, like Stein goes, "Oh, it must be a temporal blah 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 yeah, yeah. that he speaks English." And That's then now lingual blah blah, and you're like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." <laughs> That's what they're gonna go with every time from now on. I'd rather they just don't explain it. Just, uh-huh, uh-huh. just don't. Yeah, you 
no other movie or TV show ever does. I've mm-hmm. watched a ton of Doctor Who, this, that, and the other. Everyone just suddenly speaks fucking. Yeah, but everybody's British in Doctor Who, aren't they? <laughs> well, well, yeah, more. Well, there's an there's an occasional American. Yeah. But, but all the aliens have fucking British accents. Right, so, right, you know, right. Come on. And so, so Sarah's like, wait a minute, okay. And she throws the knife at her boss and quits. Yeah, this is what I mean. Again, if he has called you freckles, that's, uh, that's, oof. you can't throw weapons at anybody, even if it's meant to intimidate or just to be a joke. Well, she missed. But I yeah, mean, and she's out of there. She's out of there anyway. She's got a, she's got a high tail. She's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, she's got, and by the way, if, if, I would imagine working retail in Star City, there's some leeway because it's a <laughs> yeah, rough I town. Guess, I guess it's, so. If you've watched the eight seasons of Arrow, that fucking town, boy. <laughs> <laughs> It really needs to be cut off of the map and say, we don't need this in our country. Thank you. <laughs> You're in an autonomous state now. Yeah, secession. <laughs> so Sarah, Ray, and Nate meet up at a coffee shop, and uh, they find out that Nate and Amaya broke up. And they're kind of goofing on Sarah about working there. And she's like, even vigilantes have to pay their bills, which I just like the idea. She's like, you know, at night, I'm out there fighting supervillains, and during the day, I have to work there. Yeah, no, not they're not all billionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nate's the second most popular superhero in Central City, and they go, "All right, let's go. Let's you know, let's get on this mission." Mm-hmm. And we got we have to go to the Time Bureau. So we get to Time Bureau headquarters. We find out that Sarah fucked a Time Bureau agent and lifted his badge in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then as we they, they get up to the offices and they all pull out their time guns, we meet. Agent Ava Sharp. Yeah. Who is you're gonna see some good she sticks around. She's oh, a she? permanent yes. member of the cast. For real? Oh yes. Permanent? And she permanent. Yep. Yeah. She's like permanent member of the cast. And you much like when you first saw Nate and you're like, eh, I don't know, she becomes wonderful. Oh really? She's, okay. Oh. Yeah, I was not really into her today. Well, this you're not see you don't you don't see you don't even hear her first name in this episode. Yeah, really? Okay. But right, we'll by see. by the time we I get to season five, performance. Oh, by the time we get to season five, she's just wonderful. Okay. Okay. Nothing like what you see here. Okay. At all. Okay. At all. And and by the way, the fangirl community, all of it is all about because I'm sure you figured out by the way they bickered in this episode. This is the long-term relationship for Sarah Lance here. Oh, I see. Yeah, this is Avalanche, as a as the kids say, Got it, right, right. on the internet. I see. But it takes a while to get there. So she t- she takes down Ray, and he asks her why she's so mean, and they all just start making jokes about her pants pants. Maybe it's a poly blend pantsuit that has got her grumpy. I like that. And she's like. Shut up, you assholes. Nate's like, huh, didn't know men's warehouse gave group discounts. She's like, what's, what's wrong with you? Do you want to get shot? Now they get shot and looks like look like a Sears model. Mm-hmm. And Rip runs in, has them all stand down. And Nate grabs Rip. He's pissed because he figures he told Amaya she had to go back to 1942. But he tells Nate, no, she came to him. Yeah. And Sarah and Ava are at each other's throats. And Rip decides to give them a tour. And he explains that because they broke time he had to create the time bureau and then we see king arthur i forgot he makes a little cameo in this one At the same from actor? last season yeah same actor yeah, that's funny he gets to collect a nice little paycheck there and uh and he recognizes rip from that episode he's like oh foul sorcerer and they mind wipe him and send him back and sarah's like hey just let us have the wave rider we'll go see what mick has found you know um and they take him he takes him to the wave rider and it's now a place a classroom a simulator of sorts right and the students are in there recreating legends missions and doing them correctly but they do but in a different way <laughs> yeah they're doing the apollo 13 one and like uh how about we uh take the ship and block the meteorites with the ship and they all laugh and make fun of how dumb of an idea that was and yeah like, oh, oh tomorrow's class i'm stopping an a-bomb headed towards new york city and the teacher the older asian uh, gentleman he's a please one of the directors in here i looked him up that guy been in everything yeah everything i just it was one of those ones i'm like there's too much to pick this guy's 
almost to the point sometimes where I'm like, he's in this show. <laughs> he's, hmm. he's got a big career. So we cut back to Caesar and Mick. Mick's eating a salad. What kind of a salad? Caesar yeah. salad, of course. Yeah. He tells him his salad sucks. You ever had a Caesar drink? A Caesar drink? The drink, the Caesar? A no. Caesar? Oh, man, it's a... No. Uh, what is it? created in Alberta. Um, it's, uh, well, I mean, you're going to be scared off when I tell you the first ingredient. It's Clamato juice. But, okay, I'm out. Yeah, exactly, right? But it's Clamato, um, Worcester. It's a Bloody Mary, but instead of tomato juice, it's Clamato juice. And it's, uh, I, if you ever come to Canada... You have to try mm. a Caesar. You have to try a Caesar. It's it's like part of the a custom. It was born in Calgary, I think, or no, Calgary or Ontario, somewhere in Canada. But it's a real Canadian drink. I remember when I went to Vegas, and that was the one. The, it was a long, long time ago, um, and that was the one drink I was ordering. They could never make a good Caesar in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I'm telling you, man. Like, of course, that's like people hear clamato, clam juice, gross, but it's yeah. it's a it's a really tasty drink and it's uh yeah it's a canadian delicacy well now that's got me questioning something hmm. because one of the running jokes on letter kenny is one of the characters will say i could go for a caesar yeah. and then somebody goes i wouldn't say no to a caesar he goes yeah. who says no to a caesar and then and then then they say say that's how they that's how they market caesars and they all go in but they never show you what it is i've always assumed they're going in and eating salads oh my god no of course not <laughs> no they're going for vodka vodka clam baby you can get it extra spicy it's like you know it's tabasco and worcester and a, a nice salted rim they make caesar salt for the rim oh I put it with a usually a I, um you can do it with a pickled asparagus or but usually it comes with a um uh what was a stock of celery stock of celery. Mm, well, see, I don't like Bloody Marys either. So me neither. I don't like Bloody yeah. Marys, but I oh man, a good Caesar. Oh, is so good. You have well, no idea. What, yeah, it really. Well, is. I, if you ever come here, for sure. Well, right? I'm gonna. Well, as soon as you know, we, travel is an option and yeah. things are better. I'm planning on a long weekend up in vancouver i'd like to check it out so when i come up there and i get to meet i will take a sip of one and that's great we'll find sounds out great. sounds great then i'll probably be like <laughs> no you can get small you can get a small caesar from mm, clam juice i don't know you have no idea you have no idea you don't it's even super it, well, it, and the clam juice and beer thing is huge here in colorado yeah, clam, clam and tomato. They used to call it, a, or our buddy James uh, called that. Um, used to call that a, a bloody shame. <laughs> bloody shame. <laughs> so, they tracked down Mick at the Time Bureau by tracking a series of petty larcenies a large room service to have, and as we mentioned, several STDs, which led to Nate going, well, "That's our Mick." Yeah, <laughs> he's been busy. He's been busy with lots and lots of prostitutes. <laughs> One can only assume. <laughs> and so back in Aruba, uh, Caesar gets loose, breaks Rick's uh, mixed nose. Uh, the coins spill everywhere because he enticed him by saying he had gold in, in his packet. And he busts loose into the middle of spring break in Aruba. So there's lots of assholes dressed up like Caesar. Right. In Romans. Yeah, it was a nice touch. <laughs> and the portal opens. Two of the Time Bureau guys come in. Mick tackles them. Tackles what he, who he thinks is Caesar. They portal back to HQ and it's a fucking frat boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, he, so here's a good cat, like good casting of a caricature, like the way he's like, my dad's a lawyer, bro. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It made me want to punch him. Yeah. So I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Because hmm. who knows? You've never been to any form of spring break, have you? No. When you were in no. school? No. Me neither. I mean, I didn't. I didn't finish college, but no, that that whole uh, not a, that whole scene is not not my scene. No, but here's what. But I see. I knew that going in. But here, here's my other uh, question: Because do you know anybody yeah. who's ever gone to spring break yeah. like in Florida? Dude, I, dated, I don't. Uh, I don't I know a soul. The, yeah, I dated a like. The, we don't have the Greek system out here like you do in the the states. Uh -huh. But, but yeah, there's there's a minor one. I dated a girl who was a sorority girl and. And through that scene, you run into that whole kind of, okay. uh, you know, crew that that longs for that type of uh, uh, hangout uh, situation. Yeah, I, I hung see, out. Yeah. I hung out at a fraternity. Yeah, 
my freshman year, this was like the fraternity for guys who were on the GI Bill and were like geeky uh, uh, electrical engineer type. I mean, there was science guys and everything. So none of them were like, Woohoo, frat boys. They just did it for, I guess, you know, yeah, that's what I mean. And that's why I'm sure there's more variety of types because there's it's so prevalent in the uh American, yeah, uh, but none of them ever went to Florida either. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know anyone who ever did that. Hmm. To me, that's something only from movies and TV. Did you ever see Spring Breakers? Of it. The Harmony Kareen, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's with else, what's his, with um, uh, James Franco, it's something, yeah, else, Franco, man. it's something else. I don't, I'm, I heard it's I'm good, really 50 50 on Harmony Kareen, but the casting in that, uh, is great with like the cast, like all those Disney princesses just playing like just mm. the raunchiest. It's really something, isn't it? Uh, isn't the visual, isn't, the palette is really great. Isn't Diamond Dallas Page in that? Maybe he might have a small part. I don't know. Oh, there's a wrestler in, I know there's yeah. a wrestler in it, yeah, uh, he just seems like the most likely. <laughs> because i've seen the stills from it right so i could picture him as franco's goon or something <laughs> so they're, they're all mad at the legends of course and rips talking to sarah he tells her you know look i miss the good old days too she's like hey this is our mess let us fix it and he says using your team to fix anything is like doing brain surgery with a chainsaw mm-hmm and then yeah, we that, meet. That's a, okay. I like that 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 they return to that. Um, yes, uh, that metaphor by the end of the at the end of the episode. Yeah, yes, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, you know, sometimes we need the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And then you've seen one character. He only has a couple lines in this episode. They don't even say his name. He's the guy with the glasses who says, "You know, you can't leave yet. Can I validate your parking?" Yes. Okay. Number one. Why didn't you read for this? Maybe you're a little too old. I know. For... No, no. He looks like uh, he might be that guy that we had mentioned earlier on, who was like just an extra. I can't remember who it was. He looks a lot like him. But yeah, no, I hadn't. I didn't get to. Okay. Read well, for get, it. well, that I, is yeah. that is Gary Green, played by Adam uh, Seckman. Hmm. And when I first and I've been waiting for this because really? I was just like, oh god, I was just like, why didn't Travis get a read for Gary? I mean, <laughs> god damn it. Oh, does then he I, show up again? This kid. Gary is this pad this coming season. Gary is bumped up to series regular. Wow, interesting, crazy. And at this okay, point, so he was it isn't that guy then. But at this point, he was only hired for three episodes. Wow, interesting. He was brought in. He was going to be cool. in the background for three episodes. And get, Gary is a character. Boy, you're gonna. There's some times where you're gonna fucking hate Gary. Yeah. Gary becomes literally the guy who. Oh, Gary fucked up again. Yeah. Wah, wah. Gary. Gary. Exactly. They to the T. That's funny. But he's a charming dude in real life. Super cool, super nice. And this was his break. And it's mm. kind of cool story. Be like, yeah, we brought you on for just to be a you know background character for three episodes. We liked you enough to have you stick around, and that's now cool. you're a series regular. So that's fun. I think that's cool. Uh just quickly, it's uh Jeff Jarrett. Played a youth pastor, Jeff and, uh, Jarrett. That's Burgers. right. Yeah, youth pastor. Yeah, okay, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, that movie's fucking crazy. Oh, it'll stay with you. It's something else. One more thing about uh, Adam here. Okay, is when I was like, well, I guess you know they're probably when I was making the joke about you know why didn't Travis get to read for this because come on the similarities are right mm-hmm. there, and um, and like maybe they were going a little younger. So I went up to look on his imdb his age is wiped from the internet i've never seen anything like it Ah. from an actor he's just estimated at being between 31 and 37 years old no birth date anywhere he's in his 60s yeah i know that's what i'm thinking yeah (laughs) he made some deal with some fucking devil that's hilarious out of nowhere it's it's like damn yankees just out of nowhere this guy came (laughs) So, <laughs> excuse me. So, Mix Punch and Soda Machine that stole his money, and out because he put in one of these Roman coins, and that comes out. Nate picks it up and realizes that Mick was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. So they decide to steal the Wave Rider to prove themselves and capture uh, Julius Caesar. Mick walks in, just knocks out a motherfucker <laughs> with his gun. Class dismissed. <laughs> at first they think oh this is what this is a time pirate simulation so we got three of them in in this 
they turn on Gideon, who's just like, hello, legends, what did I miss? And Ray says, well, we're about to steal the ship, grab Julius Caesar and Aruba all before history completely collapses. Uh, so it's business as usual then, yeah, huh? Yeah, it was totally that bad, eh? <laughs> kind of line, yeah. yeah. And, and Sarah says, Gideon, engines to power, turbines to speed. Mm-hmm. Which... Mm-hmm. Is Batman the old the old Batman? Right? Batman sixty six, baby. Yeah, That's what yeah. Robin used to say. Yeah, I remember. Oh, oh, so you don't sound very excited. You don't like Batman sixty six? It's fine. Oh, it's fine. I like it. You don't have that. Enough. What kind of? I you have no love I in your don't heart. Get a nerd boner when I hear somebody talk. It's like saying Car fifty four. Where are you? To me, basically. Well, that's the name of the show. If they, yeah. you know, yeah. but if there had been some line that Officer Tootie uh, or Fred Gwynn used or, to say, yeah, okay. Then how about if if it said to the moon, Alice? It's the same thing to me. That's kind I of would pop. I would like. pop for to yeah. the moon, Alice. But yeah. even that, engines to power, turbines to speed. I had to look it up. I'm like, where do I know that All from? Right. I do. Yeah, I recognize. To, I was like, oh, come on. But 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 oh, come but at, they do well, I love all that shit. I love that I they you reference do. you like that, it a lot more shit. than I do. You like it a lot more than I do. Well, do you like Batman sixty six? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I guess I it's like it. kitschy and cute and, and has its little part, but I'm not, I adore I'm not gonna get excited when people mention it. I adore it because I went through what a lot of kids went through. I'm a little kid. I'm a comic book fan. The reruns were on and I loved it. And I didn't think this was campy. I didn't know what campy was. I thought mm-hmm. that this was serious. Yeah. They used to show and- it. They used to show clips of it on a show uh, in Canada or especially in, it was in Calgary or Alberta, even just essentially called switchback uh, uh-huh. where it would be like local kind of kids show. And then like, over, I think we'd get like ten minutes of a Batman episode at the end of every one, and that's how that was my first exposure. Uh, yeah, and I, well, same ten minutes. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's but not it would, cool. uh, you know, it would, you know, over. And then the next uh, episode, uh, we'd get to see the conclusion. So you, you got a very edited down because. Yeah, and, means... and, I've, and I've oh, and since then it's been on in various forms, like like Get Smart. I see it like Get Smart, kind of that same sort of. Get yeah. smart is funnier yeah. than Batman. Like, I, get smart, I can still watch it be fun. But then I remember when I got to be like a little older of a kid and such a comic book nerd, I hated Batman 66 because yeah. I was like, that's not really Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman's not stupid like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and also because people, like, if you saw you reading comic books, they right. immediately. You, and you hadn't become nostalgic for it yet. I feel like I'm going to go through that with the Attitude Era maybe at some point in my life. Because mm, I'm still like, okay. I'm like ah, I don't, I just, I'm just not drawn to it. Maybe when I get really old, I'm like, yeah, no, this is brilliant. The boobies. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I'm sort of the same way because yeah. when I got older, again, I was like, oh, Batman 66 is a fucking blast. It's a yeah, comedy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Know? That's what I mean. Like maybe I'll go through that phase with something like that. I know I've tried mean. a little of that attitude era stuff, and I've been like, you know what? As long as you pick and choose, it did. It's still fucking great, right? He said, "I just showed my uh, nephew and his buddy. They just wanted to watch some wrestling, and I was like, what am I going to show these children?'" And I showed them three bloodbaths <laughs> for the attitude era, <laughs> <laughs> and had to explain to them the concept of blading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one was like, "Wait, that's real blood?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So how do they do it? Well, they cut themselves with little razor blades. He's like, well, where do they keep the razor blade? And I didn't even begin to say, well, Bret Hart used to keep it in his mouth. Because <laughs> I, I just didn't want to totally blow this kid's mind away. <clears throat> so they time jump in front of Rip. The Wave Rider isn't working all that hot. So Nate suggests going to Central City because they need a good mechanic. And of course, that's Jax. So Jack shows up at Stein's door to tell me quit school. Lily's there. She's pregnant. She got knocked up by her boyfriend, mm-hmm. by the way. You know, they, they didn't even say, oh, I didn't know you got married or anything like that. She's like, no, me and my boyfriend, you know, and he's like, fiance. Yeah, that was all really awkward and weird. And like, why, I didn't know why it, it was is, necessary. Does it become, that's what no. I was going to ask. Does it become a plot? No, really not at dumb. all. Really it's dumb. so weird. I, yeah, yeah, that just stood out like a sort of like, why? I don't. Mm-hmm. Yes, if, if that would, was to become a plot point at some point or another, yeah. sure. No, yeah. there's never a scene where they're at the dinner table at the Steins and Professor Stein's all flustered. <laughs> nope. Weird. And so they get Stein on the ship. They're trying to convince him to come along. 
they tell him, uh, they're trying to explain, hey, you know, go off on an adventure. We'll have you back before dinner. And, you know, he's like, ah, the last time said that, you know, I came back and I had a daughter. And uh, so they basically come up with, hey, man, the point is sometimes we screw things up for the better. And Sarah's like, that's a good motto. We should use that. And boy, do they? Because that's literally forced in there because that was the motto for the season mm-hmm. and becomes basically the motto of the show. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I saw that you had shared the uh, trailer for season three, and I watched yes. it, so I see that, yeah, kind of, yeah, there's a lot from this episode in that opening trailer, which is Yeah, great. they didn't, it, it, it was cool, that I, when I posted that, I was like, I don't want to post if this is going to give anything away, mm-hmm. and like most of the trailer, it does most of the trailer away, is, yeah. it gets some. Yeah. Uh, Mick calls Jack, Jack's numb nuts out of nowhere. I like that. <laughs> I liked it too, because it's a real insult. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you can remember use that, that on TV. Spelling bee? Uh, this is a while ago where a kid, they, they show bee. it on sports, uh, highlights all of it. Oh dude, if a spelling bee is on, if I've got to get to work, if I've got to get up at like six in the morning mm-hmm. and go to work and to be at work by like six thirty or seven or something, if that should ever happen. And so I'm supposed to go, got to get to bed early. But if like, say it's like 11 and a spelling bee comes on, I'm staying up until that spelling bee is over. <laughs> I love watching spelling bees, man. But there's a really? Really famous clip, really famous clip of this one kid who keeps thinking he's hearing numbnut. He's like, what, numbnut? He's like, oh, numbnut. And the crowd is just like dying, pissing their pants. Dude, look up spelling bee highlights. You will piss your pants. They are so funny. I don't know. I, I, I don't like seeing kids fail. <laughs> So you gotta live for that shit. Why do you think I became a teacher? <laughs> oh, and on that, man, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this episode, uh, I think we've got we've got a plug, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'd, we even if, even with the hitches, it, it still was a really good time, and we still ended mm-hmm. up going live on New Year's Eve. Uh, YouTube has some new rules that I don't even know about, even though I want to thank everybody for subscribing to mm, us. So, I'm talking you. about Mystery Titans Theater. Uh, we did the live New Year's Eve spectacular. Uh, it's on Vimeo for now. Uh, you guys can find it if you want to watch it. It's lengthy and it get, as we said, it does get sloppy, but there's a lot of, and we had so many people at one point we had eight, eight of us online at once. So I haven't even gotten to that part. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but but it's full of uh you know some like god awful wrestling some really good surprises that one I was just talking about like it was really great I do want to give a shout out to uh, uh Jeffrey uh, Wessel from mm-hmm. Strong Style Story and uh, Boom Goes the Dynamite and Breaking Balls here on the Palm Podcast Network because that was great for him to do I never worked with him before we'll have to we'll have yeah. to see if he wants to do an actual app. Uh, one of these days, but everybody who was involved, such a great time. He's um, also a comic book fan. Yeah. I was going to, I was thinking about asking if he wants to just sample an episode of legends and see what he thinks. Mm, yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, but, but yeah, no, what I wanted to say is, is like, I was trying to get up to a hundred subscribers on YouTube, my Jarvis Washington account or Jarvis washing machine account. Uh, Jarvis, fuck that guy, Jarvis Washington. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one, he's the one who kept reporting us yeah, to YouTube yeah, for yeah, fake exactly. violations. Um, but, and so, and we hit that like, and that was like, and it took a while to get there. And I was like, yeah, great. Cause that meant that I could, I could, uh, among other things, it boosts visibility, but I could give myself, uh, I could, I have my own URL now, um, which is great. But since then, boom, we hit 200 today, just like that. So if mm-hmm. I can keep, if we can keep going in this direction, that's awesome. Uh, and thank you guys for everybody who subscribed and everybody who's who's hopping on board. Because even with that, like it was a great time, and and we are going to do it again on January nineteenth with Big Z Zubin uh, Sundar bringing him back. Uh, Mystery Titans Theater. Uh, we will be on YouTube again soon. But for now, if you want to see the the live spectacular, <laughs> sit through the the madness. I mean, obviously it's more than one thing because it's five hours and forty minutes, and we got a call from the great Tito Santana. It's got everything on it. You guys oh got to check so it out. Funny. The Tito thing was the funniest thing. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard I know, at that. Man. That just it. I know. It, it could not. It's have making gone me it. smile and cry <laughs> right know. now at the I same know. time. Holy shit! And maybe, and I, I think this live streaming experiment, we should tr- try it again. Yeah. But as the kids, I found it that as the kids do, use Twitch. Yeah, I think I think that might be the route we go, or at least we'll look at it. I mean, I, I we got to do stuff in terms of Zoom, maybe differently, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what we can do. 
But yeah, check it out if you like, guys. See what you think. There is some really good stuff on there. All right. So before we get back to this episode of Legends, I am DB Curious. <laughs> Missed you. Missed you. Uh, well. <laughs> now, in the review, there was really nothing in the reviews. It was all. You know, it was nothing outstandingly stupid or anything. Just, you know, like, just people's opinion. That which is, I, I'm always refreshed by that. I'm like, oh, this sure. is all completely normal. That's <laughs> Thank good. you. Um, what's not always normal is the goose. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in rehab. It was quite the quite the holiday season. One day at a time. Yep. Uh, I, as you know, I was kind of overindulgent <laughs> in the Looks single like life. I ended up in Maro Lago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, what a terrible. <laughs> Did you see that that other f- footage of that other like party where they're all like in a conga line? It's not at Mar-a-Lago. It's from earlier. In the yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think one yes. of them's already been reported sick, and I'm sure anybody else is just like, do not fucking say anything. Do not tell people that you're dying. <laughs> Kirk Cameron out there just murdering people yeah. left and right. But our goof. Here's our goof. Now, of course, there were guns in this episode, so. Goofs had to be pointed out, yeah, sure. which is just, it's ridiculous. But this, my friend, is something else. Sarah's manager inserts the knife into the block with the sharp edge down. And by the orientation of the handles, all of the knives are inserted that way. Knives are stored in a block with the sharp edge up to avoid dulling the blade and cutting the block over time. Two out of three found <laughs> that interesting. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say if it's any more than five, then that's ridiculous. But how do you spot that? Somebody's. Yeah, I bet you he's worked at like a uh, uh, like one of those exhibition plazas when they're showing mm. like Miracle Shammies and the the Ginsu <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> and just had to had to do it for like hours on end and just seeing it once. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> He was the one being yelled at about it. Yeah, exactly. By somebody. Exactly. So let's <laughs> cut this guy some slack. Oh, no, I'm not even making fun. I know. I'm I just know. like, that's a fucking, yeah. okay. That's pretty crazy. Wow. So the legends arrive in Aruba in vacation clothes, which I thought was fun, especially because Nate's wearing a hilarious. sun's out, guns out shirt. Hilarious. They looked <laughs> hilarious. They all looked like fucking douchebags, just basic <laughs> No, nothing to them. Like I, like, like, I, gee, I wonder. Do you, do you got? Do you think they have really interesting conversations about science or politics? No, <laughs> none of that. Right? They all looked like such trash. It was perfect. With the, oh, I would the give, only okay. thing that stood. Stein, I mean, I, Katie I would give Lott, Stein Katie a little Lott, credit. Yeah, I, he just looked like uh, you know your your CEO off on a yeah a Hawaiian sort of shirt a, right. and a pair of slacks. Right? Yeah, he fit right in. But uh, what? Tell you what stood out. Katie Lott's abs. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. That's the first time we've, uh, I've seen them. Holy shit. She is yeah. shredded, man. She is shredded. I've uh, like follow her on uh, Instagram. And so by the way, uh, Gideon guys is now on Instagram. I have no idea how to use it, but we're on Instagram. You post pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know, but there's ways you can, uh, but there's like, there's yeah, ways you can like post the links to the show and everything and yeah. but beats fucking uh, beats me, but you can follow us there as well as um, on Facebook. I set up a, a Gideon guys page. Cool. So check us out and search it out on Facebook. But yeah, I've seen a lot of pictures like, like you know, her on vacation, this, that, and the other. Sure. You could great cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. It was totally unexpected. Yeah, I bet you she asked, like, hey, can I, can I show my abs? <laughs> I, you know, I was wondering if maybe in this scene with you that I could uh, maybe show my abs. Oh, <laughs> uh, she'd fucking, he'd run away crying seeing mm-hmm. uh, Katie Lotz's abs, man. <laughs> okay, she got those lines with the, the, the filthy name. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, she got, she got, she got abs like that. Brian Adidas, man. Brian Adidas. It's a Diaz. We don't want any Adidas. fucking I know, lawsuits. I know, I know. So, so, they, so um, Julius Caesar is inspiring 
these frat boys stein sees him and because you know you hate this i liked it he says great caesar's ghost because that's what that's what perry white said in yeah, superman yeah. comic books yeah i know i know i like that <laughs> i know i know that one i didn't mind as much for whatever reason i don't know it's just what that it's a, so you're more of a timing. superman guy than a it's batman guy of, of these things yeah. So Caesar is inspiring the frat boys to follow him to take over the world. And there's this screaming shit like Delta Phi sucks, which right. I thought was pretty funny. But like, well, how do we handle this? Because we don't want to go in, you know, like the chainsaw. We want to be the scalpel. Right. And Ray gets the idea to create an upswipe profile where the profile is just like looking to fuck frat boys, basically. Yeah. And he, he's a picture to, from Gideon. That was a nice. It, it, Gideon goes, Well, I'll provide the picture. And then you see it's Gideon. It's the actress yeah. who plays Gideon, and that's the name. And boom, just, all this. like a shot of her, like, get, like doing a yeah. selfie of her ass again into the mirror, the way some of those things are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's far too classy. Yeah, yeah. I've dated, I, you know, I've done a little dating uh, that way. You know, that's yeah. I, 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 if I, or if she's that, edited yeah. it out, she's clearly edited out her friend from the picture because she uh -huh, she's exactly. had to look hard to find one where she looks great. <laughs> Just terrible. See, I wouldn't even bother swiping on that one because I'm like, that's out of my fucking league. Yeah. Where's yeah. the? It's like a. It's like, like a. That looks like, an, that looks yeah. like an English model. No yeah. way. No way. Who? Oh, what's this? Oh, she's turned around in the mirror. Got it. Yeah, that's the right level of desperation. There it is. There's my sweet spot. <laughs> so it works. Yeah. All the frat boys are like, oh, who the fuck's Gideon? Yeah. And Sarah beats the shit out of Julius Caesar and they take him prisoner. Mm -hmm. And Mick punches him again on the ship just for good measure. And then Rip's hologram appears, says, hey, bring him back, bring us Caesar back to Time Bureau headquarters and uh, won't press any charges or whatever, let you all go. Sarah just thinks about it. She realizes that the responsible thing to do is to take, go back to Rip. But the Wave Rider needs repairs first. So we leads to Jackson Stein having their scene, which is essentially Jax wants to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I don't want college. I want to be a fucking time traveling superhero, but I can't do it without you. He sounds a little whiny, right. to be perfectly honest. A little bit. <laughs> but I like the way they explain it, because we'll just talk about it now. At the end, he, so of course, he sticks around. And Stein says, hey, you know, I roofied you the last time. Mm -hmm. to get you on the ship i owe it to you so mm -hmm. yeah let's go out and have an adventure yeah that's pretty good it's pretty good and i, think, I wish you would have i wish maybe they could have hinted that his his daughter made a one instead of spending a sentence talking about the fiance slash boyfriend whatever bullshit that that's where you could have put it in was was throw in a bit of like maybe just her share a moment with him like he's not happy here you know i can tell he 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 still misses it oh you know, i see just something like that. oh i was thinking he, i was thinking he should just said to jacks yeah you think i want to hang around the house with that asshole who knocked up my kid yeah yeah, yeah let's go fucking married <laughs> you're telling me you're telling me you took her to slam town without oh, yeah. getting a ring on that finger he didn't wear a condom <laughs> <laughs> and let's again not spoiling anything but this is the last season with rip hunter this is our last season with uh, martin stein jefferson jackson and firestorm mm -hmm. so okay. we're getting ready to wrap them up as well okay so you don't know what you got yeah. till it's gone no, yeah. tr trust me it gets bad i like them a lot but again there's the firestorm conundrum right of being that powerful on this and uh yeah you can and, solve a lot and, of problems. Too sweet. Yep. Just turn everything into almond joys. <laughs> mm. mm. I heard jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah goes to talk with uh, Julie Caesar in the brig. And uh, I kind of like their scene. You know, she's like looking for inspiration and he inspires her talking about you know, being great and shit and asks her to be his queen. And she realizes what she needs to do. But then she says, yeah, conquering the world sounds nice, but I don't need you to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, badass. Guess I have a time fucking machine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, but she decides, fuck it. We're going to take him back in time. Back to his own time, I mean. So Nate and Sarah take him back. Now, again, I like this episode a lot because I like the change in tone. But the biggest dumb thing in this 
Nate decides to bring with it. Yeah, the book. He brings with him his book, The Rise of Rome, yeah. w- along with him when they yeah. bring him back. Yeah. And I'm like, why? 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 Because I mean, it's just used to show that that change, right? They need that big visual of like, okay, see here that now that history has been righted. Right. right. It just but, but it, just it, it so... becomes yeah, but yeah, but it becomes the the reason why this happens is because he brought the book along with oh, him. He managed to just kind of stealthily swipe this tome giant out book. Of my, you're like, come on. He he lifts he lifts the book. He yeah. swiped. Julius Caesar pickpockets a giant fucking Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica book. Nate yeah. doesn't realize it till he's back on the ship. Now, if they had explained that Nate had gotten high before. Because they've also they've established that he smokes weed, yeah. then I'd be fine with it. Because otherwise, that sticks out like a sore thumb on this, yeah. this episode. The, the biggest flaw in the episode, for sure, for yep. sure. And so they get on the ship. Of course, he's read the book. Caesar has, and now America in the present day is under is a magna hesperia. That they, that was clever. That's clever. That's smart. I, I, I'm going to ask you: Is that does that have a connection to anything DC Universe? Not that I know of. Yeah, because that just sounds like somebody figured out a, a, a good name that, like, they, like what he would call the unknown world. That's pretty interesting. I like that. So it's Nate's fault. He's trying to say it's not, but of course it is. So ripping the time bureau up here. All right, legends, you fucked up again. And Rip sends Agent Sharp. And two dudes to get the book. And they're doing an operation. They've got the cameras on. Sarah's, Sarah's like, something's wrong here. And she's worried because like, they're, they're, they're not field agents. Well, I guess maybe two of them aren't field agents, but Ava Sharp is clearly a field agent because she's like an ass kicker. Right. Um, only when she needs to be in this episode because she gets taken prisoner very easily. And then whatever. Mm-hmm. And they get taken prisoner because it's a trap. And Sarah figures out that it's a trap because the book was just left out where anyone could get it. Cause that's how they catch shoplifters at sinks showers and stuff. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That made me, <laughs> that made me smile. Cause Stein goes, well, league of assassins technique. No, no, no. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. It's a nice, like they don't even have to ever mention that she worked there again, but they, no, they yep. use it. They were able yep. to use it for that joke. And that's perfect. That's great. So uh, Caesar smashes uh, Ava's gizmo and Sarah convinces Rip to just let the legends do what they do best and rescue her. Cause they're pretty good at taking down the legions and they high five each other. And the legends attack the Roman legions and Firestorm's saying shit like, I am Ares, the god of war, and it's the wrong god. And it's like, who cares? And Adam and Steel get the book. That was kind of funny where uh, the Adam's just like slowly walking the book out. Yeah, it was a nice touch. I, 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 yeah, I like that a lot too. And uh, they do the bro hug and it hurts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> too hard. Yeah. And Sarah and, and Sharp just kick ass together. They're holding a chain and spinning around and spinning each other around, beating the shit out of dudes and i loved it that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my jam right yeah there. i think she kind of made a face like, especially knowing where it goes hmm. she kind of made like a hmm kind of face at the end mm, there i guess yeah. we know that this is something we can do <laughs> we could fight and we can well yeah uh uh-huh. mick knocks out uh, julius caesar and breaks his nose again to get even yeah and sharp says no now that i've seen your team with my own eyes you're even worse than i've imagined <laughs> yeah yeah, that was kind of like here at the end of uh, the 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 quick little rug pull, where it's like you you could go and do something like this, and mm. totally redeem yourself like that kind of right the, the opposite. Yeah. So we wrap up. Mick and Sarah are having beers, and this is really establishing the relate one of the relationships I love on the show is Mick as Sarah's sergeant, basically. Cool. I like it then. Yeah, and I can see that. You know, he's totally committed to her. And they tell Rip that they're you know, about their new motto, about, you know, sh- uh, fucking things up for the better. <laughs> and they're going to continue to swashbuckle through time, hopefully with his permission. And uh, he's like, okay, fine. He leaves. And <laughs> this, uh, this I love. I hate mixed malapropisms, but this I fucking thought was funny. He starts pulling shit out of his pocket. 
she goes, what is all that? He's like, oh, well, this is, um, it's a portal thingy. And uh, this is a communications thing. And this, oh, yes, yes, this, a memory thing. Yes. <laughs> I did like how way he was pulling them all out. It was funny. But here's the thing. They made noise about it getting taken off of that Rip. agent's, uh, no, it was taken off of Rip's thing. Yeah. But it was also taken off of the woman when she was in ancient Rome and smashed, right? So hers was, yes. Again, like this isn't as, but then they end up using hers. But like so, so what do they just have like an abundance of these? Okay, here's your backup. Kind of like, whatever. Oh, I'm that's just right. Saying they do. End it's up not using as her. bad yeah. as the book thing, but it's still a little like, all right, here's another way to just kind of quickly wrap this up, kind of thing. It's well, still they get, they gave her another yeah. one. They probably had another one, and Mick just I like guess. I guess. Mick probably I thought. Know. Stealing it off of fucking, and and, I mean, and also Rip just kind of like, huh? That's weird. I'm yes. missing this this little. Wonder, oh well. I wonder if I've been anywhere near a master thief and criminal maniac. Were any kleptomaniacs? Did we run into any kleptomaniacs in the last I few minutes? I could have sworn. Did I? Do I know a kleptomaniac? <laughs> a pyromaniac. Who I've been with? Kleptomaniac. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh well. Oh, I'm sure it's nothing. You know, I that I recognized, yeah. and I just still laughed it off. I know, I, I know, just I thought know. it was. I know, fun. I know. But he's talking to Ava, and she's like, you know, why are they, why are they not in, in fucking jail? You know, they're irresponsible, undependable, unpredictable, dangerous. And Rip says, yeah, no, ineffective at least on occasion. Mm-hmm. And he says they're not warming a cell agent shop because they might just be our best at defeating what's coming. Yeah. And she says, they're the reason malice is a threat. So we get the name malice? of our big Okay. Well, it sounded like she said mollus. It sounded well, like it is mollus. Okay. Which actually, beca- actually, I just realized, that becomes a little in-joke about the actors mispronouncing it throughout That's the That's funny. Season. And then at the end, they bring it up like, did you say malice? It's mollus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is mollus. Yeah. And that's too. what you should be doing with a season premiere. If you're going to have a season-long arc, is introduce your big bad in some form or another. Yep. I like because it. Because... As we saw last season, the Legion of Doom didn't come together until halfway through the season. Yeah, they do this now. It's not you're not going to meet Mollus right away. Yeah, it's, it's a slow build. Yeah, but but we did see like Reverse Flash kill the member of the JSA, so mm-hmm. there was a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. And he says there just might come a day where we need the legends to do what they do best. She says, "What is that exactly?" He says, "Be the chainsaw," and that's enough. Yeah, to be like, yeah, 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 fuck yeah, fuck shit up. And then where you, where, where you again? It's a legends thing, or I think it's these shows thing. Yeah. Or, that would have been a perfect place to end it. Nope. There's there's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So Stein has his scene with Jax, and then nope. Oh, there's there's another one. Nate's looking at a picture of a Maya on the screen. Yeah, I guess she's doing okay, Ray. And he's like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. And it cuts to 1942, and Amaya's in her her uh, villager gear, and she's protecting the village in Zambezi. I guess what I originally wrote down was Nazis, but I don't think they're Nazis. I think they're... Just poachers, she said. Poachers? Yeah, yeah. they were poachers, but they looked like soldiers. They do were soldiers. They could have been like English, almost. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. yes, something more of like South Africans. So my wife is here right now. Zambezi. Uh, Zambezi. Chris, Zambezi. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of relationship do they have with the British Empire? Yeah. Yeah. Or the British Empire. No, that's a, that's a... Is that a fictional country? The fictional... Zambezi? Zambezi's the river in Zambia. Okay. Yeah. In, in, so in the have... DC universe, there's a Zambezi country. Ha. Huh, okay. Well, in the DC. Yeah. Yeah. So I, okay. So it's it's probably filling in for Zambia. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she said, yeah, South Africa, that kind of. Oh, so that's a. Oh, so that's accurate because she well, fucking ish, ish, because Zambezi ish. isn't a, a place. So yeah. you just but just the, think the of it as of soldiers. Like, the yeah, types yeah, of soldiers. Yeah. Sure. Well, anyway, she summons all of her animal powers, and you hear it off screen, but she's slaughtering them. Yeah, just kill. Yeah. Just, and then we cut to black. And it looks like she's become, like, much more powerful than she had before, yes. or is just, like, m- much less discriminant with her use of these powers, so. Mm-hmm. You yeah. didn't hear, it, it, she wasn't using the seal, though. You didn't hear, or, or, yeah, just, just or. sending a bunch of seals. <laughs> They're all just kind of flopping around. <laughs> no, no, Stop. <laughs> 
Oh, man, Travis, this was a lot of fun. It was. Great to be back at it, bud. It's great to be back. Thank you all for listening. Uh, uh, a lot of you have been talking about uh, mentioned the show to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, the uh, the gang over at Bebo's Legends Podcast has been back in touch. Uh, so shout out to them. Cool. Doing their, they're just starting season two. Ah, interesting. Uh, uh, so yeah, we're, we're exact. We're all, we're pretty much exact. They're they debuting this week as well. So Great. you can't get enough legends talk. Check them out as well. Check out our mystery Titans theater marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, if you when, dare, if you dare, you know, give, give yourself some time. Yeah, yeah you know, not one. It it's not one sitting. Maybe. No, <laughs> no. And uh, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter, and we'll be back next week. Adios.